0: Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. Just so there are no misunderstandings, there won't be any music played here. This will be a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October when we play the best variety of Halloween music. In this podcast, I just wanted to mention a bit about the sounds of Christmas, how we got here and what we do, and set the stage for what I hope will be a fun series of interviews with people who love Christmas music. That's really how all this started for me, the love of Christmas music. When I was a kid and record stores were still a thing, I spent hours combing the stacks looking for Christmas music. I got so much joy when I came across something new and potentially exciting, or when I found something rare, which was even more exciting, like the children's record In Harmony 2, the second and final charity album created to support the children's television Workshop. Both of those albums featured popular singers and bands performing children's songs, or at least songs for children, like the Doobie Brothers and their version of Winkin' Blinkin' and Nod, and Lou Rawls and Denise Williams duetting on The Owl and the Pussycat, and Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band performing Santa Claus is Coming to Town from a concert in Brookville, New York in 1975. Yeah, that was a find. Previously, you would only hear that song on rock radio stations in December. Until that second In Harmony album came out in 1981, there wasn't another way to get that song. Now, a few years later, it showed up as the B-side to Bruce's My Hometown single. And a couple years after that, it started to appear on different Christmas compilations. Now you can find it on YouTube and on all the music streaming sites. But when I found it in 1981, It was one of those rare Christmas tracks that I both wanted to covet and wanted to share with the world. While there is definitely some magic in waiting until December for your favorite radio station to play a song you love that you can't find anywhere else. There's also magic in actually finding that song yourself and getting to hear it anytime you want. Speaking of magic in December, 1984, I vividly remember walking into a mall record store and stopping in my tracks as they played something new. It was an album simply called Christmas, and it was from a group called Mannheim Steamroller. I was enthralled. It instantly sounded like something wonderfully familiar, and somehow, at the same time, it sounded like something wonderfully and uniquely different than anything I'd ever heard before. We all have memories of the first time that a certain song touched us, For me, these two seem like pivotal points in what was to become The Sounds of Christmas. Aside from those playing Christmas music, there aren't too many radio or internet stations that play both Bruce Springsteen and Mannheim Steamroller. But Christmas stations are able to bridge those very different genres. That's why you'll hear your local station that plays today's hits relaxing their format a bit in December so they can reach back into the past and play Bing Crosby, the Eagles, and Whitney Houston, right alongside Taylor Swift, Megan Trainor, and 21 Pilots. Every year, as we approached December, I always started to get excited. I'd keep an eye out for all the new Christmas music and wait for my local radio stations to start sifting it into their playlists. It was even more exciting once I began working in radio and I could be a part of it. There were many times by choice. I worked long shifts on Christmas Day. I get to play lots of my favorite Christmas music and feel like I was spending part of the holiday with all of my friends, some of whom would even call at some point and tell me they were listening and and even request a song. As radio's approach to Christmas music began to broaden, I got even more excited. Soon, more and more stations were going all Christmas, and they were doing it right after Thanksgiving and, and some even before. This was a big change from my first job in radio where we didn't go all Christmas until midday on Christmas Eve. Unfortunately, the excitement that I felt waned pretty quickly. The all Christmas stations were playing a very short list of songs, sometimes less than 100. So it was often a mix of the same tunes over and over and over. I think this is a big part of the reason that lots of people get sick of Christmas music so quickly. Bing Crosby recorded lots of Christmas songs, but usually the only one you hear on the radio is White Christmas. Elvis Presley recorded two complete Christmas albums, but Blue Christmas is almost all you hear, although some radio stations do occasionally play his version of Here Comes Santa Claus. This is true for for lots of artists. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, The Beach Boys, Andy Williams, Johnny Mathis. Burl Ives recorded other songs besides the handful that appear in that Rudolph TV special. Mariah Carey has even recorded two complete Christmas albums along with several singles. So much more than just All I Want for Christmas is You. I just knew there had to be others out there who felt the same way I did. They loved Christmas music and wanted more than just the same short list of songs every year. And I knew I could offer that. So... Almost 20 years ago, I started to seriously work on a plan to create the sounds of Christmas. Once technology advanced enough so it was possible to run the kind of station I wanted to, I started moving it forward. Luckily, through my radio career, I was able to connect with the team from Mannheim Steamroller, and they agreed to help sponsor my station, getting us off the ground in 2007. I joked later on that their new album, Christmas Song, went platinum shortly after we launched as if it had anything to do with the Sounds of Christmas. In reality, while they made it possible for us to reach millions of listeners all over the world, we had little, if anything, to do with their album going platinum. While they had everything to do with our successful launch, they truly made it possible. In those early days, the Sounds of Christmas aired in November and December, and then I turned it off after Epiphany, January 6th. I turned it on again in mid to late October and started a new season. Mannheim Steamroller returned to sponsor us again and again, getting us on the air and helping us to stay on the air for those first few years. And to put it bluntly, we wouldn't be here without them. Now, I have been very fortunate to have been able to connect with other singers and bands along the way who have also helped us continue to broadcast. In fact, due to their help, I've been able to keep the Sounds of Christmas on all year long. That's something that listeners have been asking us for since our early days. and We were finally able to make that happen a few years ago. I know year-round Christmas music isn't for everyone, but sometimes you just need a little of that holiday cheer, and I'm very happy to be able to provide that. Each December, I get to feel like I'm sharing this special season, or at least part of it, with friends new and old all over the globe, and I am very grateful. So I guess that's that's it. That's the story of the sounds of Christmas, how we got here and what we do. I don't have any set schedule for how often there will be podcasts. My goal is to try and get one posted every week or two. There may be some very ambitious weeks where I post two or three, and there may be two or three weeks where I don't post any. I'm sure there will be an increase in that when autumn rolls around and we get ready for the next season check back often, or subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting site. In the meantime, thanks for listening. If you have comments or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us on social media, facebook.com slash or at SOC music on Twitter. Thanks again, and may you always believe in Santa Claus.